0: Welcome to the sophisticated marketing powerhouse, where you can streamline your marketing efforts and eliminate the energy leaks. I'm your host, Atashi Austin, a marketing strategist and NLP practitioner, helping you improve the quality of your business, blending together integrated marketing philosophy and business strategy so you can become a true powerhouse. Okay, so today's episode is going to be all about marketing philosophy and i haven't heard anybody else talk about this on a podcast so i'm like super excited but let's get into it marketing philosophy is essentially your set of guiding principles and beliefs that drive your organization's approach to marketing and i kind of want to break that down because earlier we talked about conviction and really holding and staying true to your beliefs and your values and your missions And so your marketing philosophy is a way to do that. It really guides those beliefs, guides those principles that you're setting forth in your business so that you can have a good approach to marketing and so that you can bear the fruits of your marketing efforts, essentially. And so your marketing philosophy reflects your company's values, goals, and priorities, and it informs all of your marketing strategies and tactics. And so this can be customer-focused product focus, sales focus, a combination of these approaches, and, you know, it can emphasize different aspects of your marketing mix. So, you know, the price, promotion, product, place, all of that. Some of these include, you know, product orientation, um, innovation, selling, like there's a lot of things. And I'll dive into each of these concepts. But essentially, they are ways to prioritize efficient production and distribution of your goods or your products. They're to improve the quality and innovation of your products in your business. Um, Some of them center on understanding and meeting the needs of your customers and their wants as well. And so when you have a marketing philosophy, it should align with the overall mission, your vision, and be flexible enough to adapt to market conditions, consumer preferences, all of that, because we all know those change. So you got to be prepared. Um, and be flexible, but establishing your marketing philosophy guides every marketing decision and activity. And so without one, you can really struggle to effectively communicate with your target audience or differentiate yourself from competitors, um, you know, or achieve your marketing goals. Like some of them will fall flat because you don't have a well-defined marketing philosophy. Um, And so this really helps you understand your clients and prioritize their needs and wants so that you can develop a strategic approach to meeting those needs. It really just helps you align the entire organization around a shared vision and strategy for your marketing. And so within that marketing philosophy, you can really build a strong brand identity, cultivate consumer or customer loyalty, and drive your business growth. Because the same marketing philosophy that your business is upholding is the same one that your ideal client will be receptive to, because it'll align. So it's like that belief overlap, and you don't have to just stick to one, but I'm going to first dive into them and explain them really quick, and then we'll kind of get into the whole overlapping of these. And so when it comes to your marketing management philosophy, there's the production concept. And so this is a philosophy that focuses on the internal capabilities of your business rather than the desires and needs of the marketplace an example, this would be like Ford or something. And so it focuses on lowering production and having mass production um, is the goal versus the actual quality or um, things like that. So this really focuses on the quantity of production and lowering those costs. And then there's also the product concept or the product philosophy. And That's a philosophy that focuses on creating quality products. And so really adding features into your products that meet the needs of what your ideal client wants. Um, Fun fact, you know, in my whole business, we focus on helping you improve the quality of your business. In doing so, we help you position your brand with purpose and display conviction in your business or market with conviction. That in itself contains the product concept philosophy of focusing on creating quality products and quality services to the people you are serving. Um, And so people who value that will also gravitate towards that messaging. You know, and that's just to give you a real life example of my own. Um, There's also the selling concept. And so this philosophy is really aimed at profit and selling what's produced. And so it's more sales focused and numbers focused. It's like, okay, how can we sell this, get the most profit, get the most bang for our buck, things like that. Um, When you think of this philosophy, I think of like e-commerce and, you know, brick and mortar. It's like, okay, how can we push this out? How can we plan this floor set and really get these sales? And that's essentially the selling concept. And then there's also the marketing concept, focusing on customer satisfaction and the use of marketing strategies, which is also one of my philosophies. But anywho, you know, earning profit through customer satisfaction. So a lot of service-based businesses tend to do this and, you know, that's focusing on customer satisfaction and essentially retaining customers through their experience. Um, and then lastly, there's societal marketing concept. And so that focuses on the customer satisfaction, but in an ethical and ecological boundaries of society. So it's kind of like the marketing concept, but with constraints. <laughs> and um, not in a bad way either. But, you know, you gain profit through social welfare. And so when I think of this, I kind of think of like nonprofits in a way. Um, and just really marketing through customer satisfaction and the things they give back, but within the boundaries of society and what's going on in the world. And a lot of times, marketing philosophies can overlap. And I actually love when people don't just stick to one and they actually have multiple because it gives you more flexibility within your marketing campaigns. You're able to diversify your messaging more, your offer suite. And um, it's honestly just great. But anywho, there's several benefits to overlapping your marketing philosophy. And so one, it, it allows for a more holistic approach to your marketing. And so these different philosophies can really complement each other and lead to a more comprehensive strategy. So how I mentioned in my business, such as, you know, the um, product concept of focusing on quality and establishing quality products, but also the marketing concept of focusing on customer satisfaction and marketing strategies and customer experience, things like that. So think of it like as like splitting things up in quarters. You know, there's four, you can use two quarters to focus on one, the other two to focus on the other, or you can use, you know, quarter one, we're focusing on product concept philosophy quarter two we're focusing on the marketing concept and then you know quarter three and four we're combining both however you want to do that you have a lot of ways to mix and match and market more effectively in different ways so that you're not repeating the same things and going in the same cycles Um, and so an example would be you know combining production orientation with marketing orientation or concept and so this is like a strategy that not only focuses on efficient production and distribution of your services but also understands the needs and wants of your customers and meets those needs within this production, you know? And so not only that, but it can help you appeal to a wider range of customers. And so they may respond differently to these marketing approaches. And um, I wanted to really talk about this because a lot of people talk about niching down and oh my god, you need to pick a target market and blah blah blah. There are a million ways to niche. You can niche by ideal client, by you know, expertise by transformation, by a process, by industry. Those are a lot of ways to niche. And so when you niche down on that and then you mix that with a couple of different overlapping marketing philosophies, you open the possibilities that you have. And I think a lot of people don't think about that because a lot of people don't know about it enough. Like people are like, oh, I'm scared to niche down. I don't want to pick a niche and stick to one person. But it's like, that is one helping you target things more effectively. And so we talked about qualifying clients and your client fit and you know prospect qualification. Your marketing philosophy also guides that. And when you niche and you have overlapping marketing philosophy, it opens the door for other clients to um, interact with you and gravitate towards your messaging, towards your campaigns, and you have more of an impact. You know, people respond to different things. And so you have to be able to open leeway and limit the constraints you place on yourself. And I think a lot of people don't like niching because they feel like it's a constraint or that you're not going to get as much customers. But just because you're focusing on a niche doesn't mean that you're eliminating the possibilities of other people coming towards you, even if they're not in that niche or that industry, you know. And so... When you overlap marketing approaches, it opens the gates to other opportunities. um, And it also helps you stay flexible and adaptable to changes in the market and your customer preferences. And this is huge because as the market changes and the seasons change within business, you have to be able to adapt to those. And when you have marketing philosophies that you can play back and forth, it helps you adapt way more quicker than somebody who doesn't. Um, Especially because when market changes, preferences changes, and things that become wants and that aren't needs or vice versa, some things will be eliminated. And so you have to be able to uh, stay on your toes and be ready for that. And, you know, in general, it just helps you respond to shifts that are happening in this competitive landscape or changes in your customer behavior. And it really all just comes down to having a more effective, more dynamic, and more comprehensive marketing strategy. So this way you have better engagement, you have an improved business performance, and you're able to pivot more effectively because a lot of people will pivot and start over and burn your business to the ground, which I'm all for, trust me. I have burned so many business ideas and concepts and product build outs that I've created and I've, you know, switched lanes and things like that. I have started over and I will start over as many times as I need to, honestly, because I'm not scared to do that. And I'm not saying that you should, because I don't like people to pivot so, so much to where they can't really see the results of their efforts. And it, you know, sometimes the root problem of consistency and all that stuff. But another episode for another day. Um, When it comes to overlapping the marketing philosophies, when you're pivoting effectively, you're able to use these to guide you. So even if you pivot, even if you change your services, add services, take away things, you're still staying within that bubble that you're in. because you don't want to change too much because then you start to repel people. It's like a pivoting repel, repellent, essentially. And you don't want that. But when you have things in place such as a marketing philosophy or, you know, like episode four, you have, you know, a client criteria of your ideal client. You're able to pivot more strategically than most would. And so... That's kind of just everything that I want to talk about when it comes to marketing philosophy, kind of give you guys an overview, all of that, um, because a lot of CEOs don't know. Because remember, as a CEO, yes, you have many hats. You have to wear all these hats and all of that stuff, but there's still gaps within different things. And so it's important to know about these things, such as the marketing philosophy and establishing better client fit criteria and all of that so that you can move with conviction and so that your business has a solid foundation to stand on. So I will leave you with that. And until next time. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sophisticated Marketing Powerhouse, brought to you every Wednesday and Friday at 5.30 a.m. PST. Dive into the show notes at www.ataji.com podcast and connect with me via LinkedIn, Instagram, or Twitter. Be sure to leave a five-star review and subscribe to Spread Abundance. Till next time.